Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live podcast, episode number 118. And in today's show, we're talking about seven ways to raise your vibration. So if you're a person who's been looking for more effective ways to feel good in your life, why? Because you probably are aware the better you feel, the better your life is going to be. This is why people we see living a great life. They naturally feel good. They have a great attitude. When they walk in the room, you can feel the energy. Well, we're talking about vibration. The way that you feel, that's what vibration is. It's conscious awareness of how you feel. So in today's show, we're going to talk about what are the multitude of ways to actually raise your vibration? Because that's what you're doing. When you're looking to accomplish your goal, when you're looking to change a habit in your life, when you're looking to do something different and get a different result, you are having to change the way that you feel about it in the first place. So we're going to go over the seven ways to raise your vibration. And one of those ways, which we're going to get into, is living your purpose in life. This is why I created the one-page Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. This is what individuals use to discover their life purpose. You can download that by going to the link in my bio <clears throat> and you'll be able to, to get it for free. Now, let's say you already know what your purpose is. You have your goals. You have an idea of what you want, but you are stuck. You don't know what steps to take. You've overcomplicated the process. That's why I created the Blueprint Method course. It's a simple step-by-step -step process to help you set the right goals, change your mindset, and take the right actions. And lastly, for the person out there who's listening and you really feel like it's time to get the accountability and mentorship you know you need, uh, what you could do is go to the link in my bio and also schedule a life audit call. So, seven ways to raise your vibration. If you were to talk to me about the word vibration or feeling good many years ago, I would have been like, I have no idea what you're talking about, man. I don't think I, I don't know if I would have listened. <laughs> um, you know, it's just a different life for me back then. You know, I was just living a different life, a different awareness. Maybe I would have, maybe I would have, who knows? But the point is this, we grow up um, where we don't know what we don't know. We talk about this all the time. Nobody teaches us how to think. People also don't teach us about the natural laws of the universe. One of those laws we, we have heard time and time again, the law of cause and effect. Uh, so there's nothing new there, but there's additional laws. There's more than just law of cause and effect. There's the law of rhythm, the law of vibration, the law of gender, the law of relativity, the law of polarity, the law of transmutation of energy. So there's these natural laws that they're going to work all the time for everyone, everywhere, no matter what, whether you understand them, whether you are aware of them, most people are not. Most people are not. Just like most people are unaware of how to manage money. Most people don't know about money. It's, it's in that realm. It's not a common topic, but it should be because these are the laws that govern the way we live our life. If you want to know why you're getting the results that you're getting, start learning the natural laws of the universe. They'll tell you everything you need to know. The law of cause and effect. What you give is what you receive. So if you're not receiving 
what you want in your life. The only question is, what are you giving? How are you showing up? Are you truly helping people? Or are you just, you know, you're only 50% in. You just weren't about yourself. You're not really out here trying to help people. Right? There's a lot of people who live that way. And that's why they get the things that they get in life. Nothing new. You pick up a book and you only read it once. What are you giving? You're not giving anything. But if you were to keep picking up the same book and rereading it over <clears throat> and over until you said, you know what, how can I apply this in my life today? And you started to apply it. You have been given your money. You've been given your energy and your focus to the book. That's why you're going to get something out of it. We all know this sports, the same thing. If you really put everything you got into practice, when it comes to the game, you're going to show up differently. And we can always tell the people who have that mindset. Excuse me. So I'm just going to address one of the natural laws today. And that's the law of vibration, because that's what we're talking about. Vibration is conscious awareness of the way that you feel. Don't worry about the word. You don't even have to get caught up in it. You don't even really have to understand the law. You just have to know this. Vibration equals feeling. So if you feel bad, you're in a low vibration. You feel great, you're in a high vibration. Where you are right now, you could call it a low vibration. Where your goal is at, that's a high vibration. You're always looking to raise your frequency, the way that you feel. You're looking to improve it. See, the more you grow as a person, the higher your vibration will be. Because when you grow, what's happening? You're removing that negativity out of you. You're learning forgiveness. You're letting things go. You're creating better habits. You have healthier belief systems. You have a better perception of yourself in the world. You automatically are raising your vibration, the way that you feel. So, <clears throat> again, this is one of the laws of the universe. Nobody talks about it, of course. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about it because we can never listen to this enough. And the question that I have for you today as I go through this is ask yourself, are you applying this? What can you do today to apply? Now, I'm going to give you seven ways. I'm going to give you seven ways to raise your vibration today. Just choose one. Just choose one that you're going to do every single day, no matter what. And you'll find yourself truly mastering your emotions. Now, I don't want you to uh, kind of misunderstand what I'm saying. You're going to have days where you don't feel good. You won't. You'll have days where you just, you ain't got it. You just ain't got it. Some days you'll be annoyed. Some days you'll have no patience. But those days are going to be far and few between. See, the more you, you really get into what we're going to go over today, and you truly start to apply it in your life, days like that don't happen very often. They happen, but not often. And it takes a while to get yourself there. What's a while? Well, it could be a year. It could be two years. Six months, I don't, just depends on how committed you are. But I can tell you over the past five years of studying this material and following this and, and making these changes in my life, I could tell you today, 
without a without a doubt it's very rarely i ever have a bad day it's very rarely my wife ever has a bad day i mean i don't we can't even remember our bad days because every single day for the most part we are operating in a high vibration we feel good i start my day off with gratitude i'm thinking about my goal I'm looking at all the great things that are that is happening in my life and that I want to happen. And because I start my day like that, I already feel great. And then I get to do this podcast with you. So that's already a great experience every day. So, you know, it's not very often. This is why I go back to the podcast earlier this week. The seven habits of highly successful and happy people. I'm telling you, if you were to develop those habits, you're going to be really happy. You're going to be in a high vibration. Because the first one is making quick decisions. The second one is doing things illogical. The third one is prioritizing your time effectively. And these seven ways to raise your vibration, it's in alignment with prioritizing effectively. You want to do things that raise your vibration. You want to do things that raise your vibration. So getting back here, um, you may not understand everything about the law of vibration. You may, maybe you've heard it once or twice. Maybe you think I'm cuckoo. It's fine. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is this. The way that you feel equals the vibration that your body is in. The vibration that your body is in controls your behavior. That's one. The second thing, it controls the energy that you put out. Which means what? Let's go back to the law of cause and effect. The energy you put out is what you get back. So if you are starting to think about what somebody said to you at work or the other day on social media or something with your mother or your father and they said something you didn't like and you kept holding on to that and you've been holding on to it for the last week, I guarantee you're in a low vibration. You don't feel good because thoughts cause feelings. Feelings cause actions. The actions produces the results. So you're focusing on this negative idea. It causes you to get upset and angry and frustrated. You don't feel enough. You don't feel heard. You don't feel understood. That seeps into what? The vibration your body's in. And it changes your body language. It changes your facial expressions. It changes the actions you take. Which sets up the reaction from the universe. So that's what you really want to understand. Everything in this universe is moving. Doesn't look like it, but it is. If you got the right microscope or you got the right camera, you'd see how everything in this universe is moving at its own speed. The earth doesn't look like it's moving, but it is. And it's moving pretty quickly. But we can't see it from this perspective. We'd have to go outside our atmosphere to see that. Well, I just want you to work with me here. You, there's things you just can't see. You can't see it with your eyes. You have to use your understanding. And you have to understand that the speed that you're moving at, which means the vibration your body is in, is going to dictate what happens in your life. This is why people who are in a state of depression, they're in a low vibration. They're moving at a low speed. That's why they stop. And that's why they keep attracting people, situations, circumstances that match that energy. And people who are upbeat, they're calm, they're at ease, they're out there, they're making things happen. They're moving at a faster speed. They're vibrating at a faster speed than someone who is depressed. They're moving, right? They're in motion. And that's why everybody says, oh, these people are lucky. No, they're not lucky. 
they're just moving at a different speed than you are. They're in a different vibration than you are. That's why you call it luck. No, it's science. People who move at that speed can only attract opportunities like that, can only uh, experience situations like that, have circumstances like that because they feel good. Everybody knows how this works. When you feel bad, what happens? All of the street lights turn red. When you're in a rush, you're frustrated. All of the street lights turn red. When you feel good, you're present in the moment, all the street lights are green. It's funny how it works. Silly example, but very true. Very true. And we can liken that analogy to everything else going on in, in our life. To everything else going on in, in our life. Now, you also have to understand this, and, and I didn't get this in the beginning. So, when I was in my 20s, I was just really upset and angry. I really was. I was a very angry person. You know, my mother was a drug addict, so was my father. And I just, I was with my family last night. They told me the story of what happened to me when I was a baby, and I don't think I'm going to get into it. But let me just put it to you this way. Um... Mother was a drug addict. Uh, she was wandering around town, I guess, on the streets with me in her arms. My father found her doing this, so she was out of her mind at that point. He took me. Then he gave me to his baby mama at the time, his wife. Then he left and never came back. Well, the wife that he left me with, she was looking to get rid of her kids because she didn't want to be a mother. And she already had three kids. And um, so then I eventually get adopted, which is amazing. Well, when a baby starts their life off that way, let's just say they're going to have some anger problems when they're a child. They're going to have some anger problems. They're going to have some anger issues, you know. And uh, obviously, nobody told me that. And people don't understand that in the school system. They call them counselors, but these people don't know anything, right? They don't understand the mind. They don't understand the subconscious mind. That's, that's, not, that's not what they're talking about. And uh, so, you know, I grow up and I'm just an angry person in a low vibration. So I, I, I'm all, I was always scratching my head like, man, why do I always have bad luck? Why doesn't anything ever work out for me? Why does it seem like when I catch a break, then this happens? And the issue was this. That's all I was ever focusing on. I was never focusing on gratitude. I was never focusing on just enjoying my life, having fun. I was, I was so serious, too serious. And um, I didn't attract a lot of great things. I'll tell you that. Now, I'm still alive. <laughs> so it must have not been that bad, of course, right? But um, definitely a lot of experiences that happened because of the vibration I was in, the way that I felt about myself, the way that I felt about other people, the way I felt about life, it was all negative. So I experienced a negative life, a negative lifestyle, had great things happening for me, I had great things going for me, but I couldn't see it. I couldn't appreciate it because I was so wrapped up in negativity and depression. So I tell that story because when you don't have the right information, it's very hard to think for yourself. I didn't have the right information back then. Would I have listened to that information? I don't know. Because I had all the, I had all the books. I didn't read them. So it's not like I, I couldn't pick up the book and start reading. I just didn't do it. 
So that's why everybody's on their own journey. You know, I'm not here to convince you of anything. Some people are open minded, open minded, and they're ready to learn and do whatever it takes. Some people are not. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is everybody's going to go through their own journey. And when you're ready to truly make things happen in your life, you're going to show up and you're going to do whatever it takes. This is usually the way that it works. And so maybe January or it's February 2nd, you're at 75%. Maybe by the end of February, you'll be at 100% and you'll just be like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go get Devore's help. I'm going to go get accountability. I'm going to go get mentorship. Maybe that'll be you. Maybe it'll take you till August to do that. Maybe it'll take you till next year. Maybe you'll need five more years. I don't know. But I will tell you this. You're on your own journey. And you get to decide how you want this to go. Meaning, you can start making some changes happen now and stop playing games. Or you just got to keep riding it until you wake up. Well, that's what I ended up going through. I had to ride that negativity for at least 10 years of my life straight. I mean, fresh out of high school until I was about 29, 30, just straight up negativity. Couldn't smile, couldn't have fun, couldn't enjoy myself, didn't love myself. I was in a low vibration. And um, my results showed that. My results show that. My mental health showed that. My physical health showed that. My relationships showed that. Um, the only area, which is fascinating to me, the only area where that didn't happen was in the military. Because see, in the military, I didn't have a low vibration. See, when I was thinking about the goal I had in the military at the time, it was high vibration. I actually believed that. I became it in my mind. So my vibration, when it came to the goal itself, I was already on that, on that frequency. That's why it happened. But I wasn't on the frequency of everything else I wanted. So better money, better relationships, better health, loving myself, feeling good. I wasn't on that. So you could be really killing it, right, in your career, but you could just be trash when it comes to your personal life. And um, we can change it. It starts by getting the right information and understanding this information. Well, when I finally um, made a decision, when I finally got to the point that I'm telling you everybody gets to sooner or later, uh, is that point where you're just, you're so dissatisfied, it's like you literally throw your hands up and you say, fuck it, I'm going to go get help. And uh, that's what I did. I got help from Bob Proctor. And it was the best decision I ever made. It was the best money I ever spent. Because my life has, it's never been, this, it hasn't been the same since then. It's been entirely different. I always tell people my life today is, it's like, it's like uh, God coming down and saying, listen, I know you've lived a fucked up life since uh, up till now, but I'm going to flip that around right now for you. 180. That's how I feel. Because even the success in the military, it didn't mean anything in the end because it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't what I love to do. <laughs> so it's irrelevant. There was no meaning, no fulfillment. So I had, you know, uh, 13 years of just a different life, different person, different circumstances. 
And today, it's the polar opposite. And it's because of what we're talking about today. Vibration. The conscious awareness of how you feel. And how when you start to understand your emotions and what causes them in the first place, you'll understand the vibration your body is in, which will make you very clear why your behavior is what it is and why the results are showing up the way that they are. And in the beginning, one of the most powerful things, and I'm going to get to this, I did was gratitude. That was one of the first exercises that changed my life because it started to raise my vibration about myself, about my life, about what I wanted. It absolutely changed a lot for me. So let's get back here. The law of vibration, everything is moving at its own speed. The speed that it moves at is called the frequency. And that frequency can only attract uh, the same type of energy. So again, if you're depressed, you're on a low frequency. You're vibrating on a low frequency. You can only continue to attract negative thoughts. You can only continue to attract negative circumstances. Um, that's what happens. So what does that bring us to? That brings us to this. So what is the problem? Meaning the problem that might be standing in your way, the problem that you may not even know is there. Well, let's talk about it. So one of the issues that people run into uh, when it comes to their emotions, and this is going to be a reoccurring theme. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. It's just straight up ignorance. People just don't know what they don't know. They don't know that they can take control of their emotions. They don't know that. They think they are the emotions, but you're not. You experience the emotions, but you're not the emotion itself. But just imagine if you were the emotion, what does that mean? You'd come and go. You'd be here one moment and then you'd be gone the next. No, you're not the emotions itself. Well, I think the first problem in all of this is people just, they don't know. Nobody's fault, by the way. We're not here to blame anybody. The fact of the matter is people just don't know. They haven't studied it. And society obviously gets an F in this department uh, because there's not enough understanding of the mind. Thoughts cause feelings. A lot of people don't understand that. You may have heard that. You may know of it. But do you live it? There's a difference. Most people don't live it because it's not a habit. They're not programmed to. So the first problem is you got to get the right information around this topic in the first place. Emotional intelligence. What's the prerequisite to having emotional intelligence? Being in control of what you think about. What you think about dictates your emotions. The vibration that your body will be in. This is why I always say one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself is what? What am I focusing on? Are you focusing on what you want? Are you focusing on the good things? Are you focusing on gratitude? You're focusing on the opportunities. You're focusing on getting better. You're focusing on your purpose, helping people. Or are you focusing on the polar opposite? Whatever you focus on will do what? It will dictate the way that you feel. Which means the vibration your body will be in, how you will behave, and what you attract. 
That process right there, most people don't know. If they knew that, they would stop focusing on what they're focusing on. <laughs> it's that simple. It really is that simple. When you truly start to understand this, this is why I was telling you guys, it's rare that me and my wife ever have a bad day. It's rare. I, I, it, I can't remember the last time we had one because we understand the power of our thoughts. We understand that what we focus on will dictate how we feel. We also understand that the way that we feel controls the way we act and what we attract. So we don't spend time focusing on negative things. It's a waste of energy. It really is. It really is. And that doesn't mean you're not going to have days where you may get into an argument with somebody. You may get triggered. You may get really upset. The difference today, though, is once you truly start to understand, it won't last that long. It may only last five seconds. It may be last a couple of minutes. It may only last the night when before it used to last months, years. Right? That's the power when you start understanding it. The, so again, the problem is just not, there's no understanding around this. You hear people in music and celebrities, yeah, vibes. Don't mess up my, my vibration. But nobody really understands that. <laughs> it's, it's another buzzword. Most people just say it because they heard it. Let's really hear what it means. Vibration is the conscious awareness of how you feel. The vibration your body is in dictates how you act and what you will attract. Attract, Devori, what do you mean? Well, for every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. That's what I mean. So that's what we're talking about. Getting yourself to naturally feel good about you, about your life, and about what you want. To naturally feel good. These days of waking up and feeling bad, that's going to go bye-bye once you start to truly catch on to this. You're going to be waking up feeling good, feeling motivated, feeling inspired, feeling happy. Devor, is that really possible? Can you really live a life where most of the time you're happy? Absolutely. Absolutely. It just comes back down to what you're focusing on. That's all it is. And that right there is a practice. You practice it. It's a muscle that you develop. You got to hit that. You have to hit the gym every day. Uh, and that's in a, a totally another episode. But let's get back to the point here. The problem is just not understanding. You are going to need to spend a respectable amount of time to truly understand how the thoughts that you think dictate the way that you feel, the vibration your body is in, and how that relates to your behavior and the results that you attract into your life. You have to spend a lot of time studying that. You can't just hear it one time and say, oh, I got it. No, no, no. You need to respect this, this information. You need, to, you need to put your scientist hat on, your student hat on, and start studying because only you can develop that understanding. I can't give you the understanding. I can give you the information. I can point you in the right direction, but you got to take that walk. So that's the first thing here. Most people are not taking that walk. Uh, the second problem when it comes to raising your vibration 
um, is you're not in control of what you're thinking about. You haven't been practicing. See, most people will come to me and say, well, you know, I have a, I keep thinking negatively. I can't stop it. No, no, no. It's because you haven't been practicing. You have to practice. That's like someone coming up to the basketball coach and saying, hey, coach, I have a hard time shooting threes. He's going to tell you, have you been practicing? Oh, well, uh, not really. Or some people will say, yeah, I've been practicing. Okay, but who you been practicing with? Well, I've been practicing by myself. Okay. Do you know the correct techniques? Well, I have the books, but you don't, you haven't read the books though. No, no, I haven't. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not very likely someone is doing exactly what the book is telling them to do because most people don't even read the book. And if they read the book, they only read it once. This is, I would say, the issue of all of personal development. If there's one issue, it's the implementation. Most people just buy the books and keep moving. There's no intention to actually study the book to the point where they become a master of what the author is saying. Nobody's doing that. It's not very often. So the point is, is that if you don't study how to think for yourself, you're not going to get in control of your emotions. That's the point. You got to start learning how to think, how to get in control of yourself, how to use these mental muscles that God has given us that separates us from the animals. We have the ability to visualize. We have the ability to focus. We have the ability to choose what we're going to focus on. We have the ability to change our perception. That's our mental muscles. And if you're not developing that, if you're not practicing using those muscles, they'll stay weak. Now, when you see people who are very successful, absolutely happy, living the life that they want, going somewhere, doing something, these are people who are actively using these mental muscles. They visualize what they want. They focus on it. They choose to only entertain ideas that is in alignment with that. They don't get caught up in negativity. They just keep moving forward. They have the perception of how can I make this happen? What's the opportunity here? Oh, that's a good thing. Their perception isn't negativity. And listen, you don't have to believe me on this. Go research these people yourself. Go talk to them. Ask them, how do you think? They'll tell you the same thing. I guarantee if you walk up to somebody that you know who's rich, wealthy, or absolutely successful and happy in their life, you're going to find someone who has a well-developed imagination. They don't have a problem seeing what they want to see. You're going to find someone who's very focused. You're going to find someone who says, they'll, they'll tell you, oh yeah, I don't really entertain negative thoughts like that. Yeah, they, they happen, but I don't really, I just keep moving. Th that's what they're going to tell you. Uh, and this is why, I always say the greatest gift we can give to our children and the next generation is teaching them how to think for themselves. So when you don't know how to think for yourself, you're not going to get in control of your emotions. That's my point. It's the thinking that precedes emotions. When you are experiencing emotion, it's because you were focusing on something. It may happen in a millisecond. But you had a thought prior to the emotion. We have to start to understand this. You go into an environment, you walk up to, maybe you have to go meet somebody and the person that's with them is negative and you first have the thought, oh my God, I can't believe they're here. Boom, that's a thought. Then causes the feeling. 
start to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah, we have to understand how to th start thinking for ourselves. When we do that, we can stop making these classical mistakes. Because if you're not in the right vibration, it's because of your lack of using your mental faculties, these mental muscles. You're not using your reason properly, your ability to choose what you accept and reject to dominate your conscious mind. You're not using your imagination to visualize what you want. You're not using your will, which is your ability to focus on what you want to the exclusion of everything that else is going on around you. So, especially today, if you have zero focus, you're, you're losing today because the world is filled with constant distractions. There's more distractions than, than in, in the history, right? And we could thank technology for that, of course. So if you have zero focus, oh man, you're constantly going to be all over the place. You're not really going to get anything done. And that means you're not going to be in a high vibration. You're going to be in a low vibration because you're going to be upset. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be like, man, why am I not doing better? Why, why am I not getting better? Well, it's because you're not focusing on the right things. <laughs> you're not visualizing what you want. You keep accepting negative ideas to dominate your mind. That's what's happening. You have, a, you have the wrong perception about your life. You keep telling yourself this negative story. So that's what happens. You tell yourself the negative story. You start feeling that the negative story is real. And because you feel that way, you behave that way. And it just repeats. It's like a never-ending cycle of doom, is what Bob Proctor would say. So that's the problem. It's just not understanding the law of vibration in the first place. So let's cover that one more time. The law of vibration decrees that everything in this universe is moving at its own speed. It vibrates at its own speed. It vibrates on a particular frequency. Doesn't matter if you don't understand that, but just understand this. If you had the right camera, if you had the right microscope, you would see how everything is moving. You just can't see it with your 3D eyes. You just can't do that. That's why we have cameras and that's why we have microscopes. Without them, we couldn't see those things. But it's happening. Just like you know this universe is moving at a speed, but you can't see it unless you leave the earth and go outside the atmosphere and then look at it. Then you'll see it moving. So the point is, is that the speed that something moves at dictates what it attracts. So if you are focusing on a negative idea, and you're feeling negative about it. You're dwelling in it. It's all, it's intense. You're holding on to it. What are you doing? You're putting yourself on a low frequency and you can only attract situations, people, and circumstances that are in alignment with that feeling. That's what happens. And the polar opposite happens. Someone who's happy, they're grateful, they have a great attitude. They're in control of themselves. They're focusing on the right things. <laughs> Great things keep happening to them. They keep attracting opportunities. You, you look at them, you're like, man, you're lucky, man. You, you always got something going on for you. Uh, they're not lucky. They're focused. They're not lucky. They're in a high vibration. They feel good. They're not lucky. They take consistent action. What, what did I say? The law of the universe, the law of cause and effect. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Well, you keep showing up every day, taking those actions, 
sooner or later, you're going to attract the opportunity to yourself. People just can't sustain it. They can't sustain showing up every single day and thinking and feeling and acting like the person they want to be. Like if we want to know what the delta is here, like the disconnect is that people don't sustain it long enough. They don't persist. They try it for a couple of days and then they're done. They try it for a month. They're done. It, guys, that's not the way success works. You can't just, you know, get your girl pregnant, hang out with her for a month, and then bail on her. That's what people do, though. It's ridiculous. But that's what we're doing with our goals. We, we have the seed of what we want, right? It, the goal is a seed. It's an idea in our mind. And we start focusing on this idea. We start to plant the idea in our subconscious mind once we get emotion involved. And the next thing is to keep watering it and protecting it. That's where everybody goes wrong. They don't water it enough and they don't protect it. How? Because they go to their friends and their family and they say, hey, what do you think about my goal? What do you think about my dream? They listen to the news and they say, oh, well, anybody who has this dream, it's a bad time for that. And they start to bail on that idea. They stop watering it. They stop protecting it. And then it goes away. That's what happens. Well, as I stated, the more you start to understand this, the more you'll see why persistence is a requirement, not a negotiation. You have to be persistent in showing up as the person you want to be. You just have to. And part of that is practicing feeling good and taking control of your thoughts. So obviously that leads to this. So what is the solution? What should you be doing? What are the steps that you should be taking? Well, let's talk about it. So what are the seven ways to raise your vibration? Let's go through them and I'll break them all down. Number one is studying, not reading, studying. There's a difference. Number two, meditation or meditating. Number three, gratitude. Number four, dancing. Number five, people. Number six, helping others. And number seven, affirmations. Let's break them down. Studying not reading. What does that mean? That means that if you were to pick up, let's say the most basic book there is, The Secret, it's a positive book. There's nothing negative about this book. If someone reads this book and they have a negative perception of this book, it's a them problem. Okay. This is a, <laughs> one of the most positive books ever written. Or you could use the Bible. I don't care what book you use. But if you were to not just read this book one time, but if you were to read this book every single day for the rest of this year, you won't have a problem emotionally. Your emotions will improve. Now, why does that happen? Well, we went through it. What you choose to dominate your conscious mind will sooner or later go into your subconscious mind, which is where the feelings are located. So if you keep focusing on what the book is telling you, you'll start feeling good. You're going to put yourself in a different vibration. And then in time, you're going to start seeing, God, what they're saying in this book is so true because in my, my physical reality here, I see things improving. That's exactly what happens. So don't go out there and read the book, study these books. All right, this is um, some magnificent book here. This is just one of many. Choose whichever one works for you. 
But the bottom line here, number one is don't read, study it. You study it not by reading it from front to back. You study it by taking, you know, start with one chapter and just focus on that chapter for the next month and reread it every day for the next month. And in this particular book, the, um, excuse me, um, the chapters I would say is relatively short. This is really good. I happen to turn to this page and I have an underline. Your life right now is a reflection of your past thoughts. Your life right now is a reflection of your past thoughts. That includes all the great things and all the things you consider not so great. Since you attract to yourself what you think about the most, it is easy to see what your dominating thoughts have been on every subject of your life because that is what you are experiencing. Right? So if you keep reading this book and studying it and asking yourself, what does this mean? How can I apply this? Those thoughts are going to go into the subconscious mind. And you're going to start feeling better. Because you have different information. Now, the second one is meditation. Meditation. Meditating. Now, there are different types of meditation. I'm not here to tell you which meditation is better than the other one. But at the basic level of you sitting down, muting your phone, you know, controlling your breathing, closing your eyes, and relaxing, right? And you can either visualize what you want or don't visualize anything. But just doing that will calm yourself down. The more calm you are, the higher your vibration is. You have to understand that. The more calm and relaxed you are, the higher your vibration is. Meditation is another way of accomplishing that. And if you were to start doing that every day, you're going to get great at it. Now, there are plenty of people on this authority on this subject of meditation. Um, to be transparent, I'm not a big meditator. Uh, what I love doing is meditation before I fall asleep and meditation when I wake up in the morning while I'm still laying down. So I'll just, I know I'm awake, but I, I go into just visualizing what I want, saying what I'm grateful for. And I have music playing in my ears. Um, and again, that helps me go to sleep feeling great. And it helps me wake up feeling great. So I always tell people, hey, the way you go to sleep dictates the way you're going to wake up as well. So that's the whole thing about meditation. Number three is gratitude. Very simple. Um, by now, you'd have to think everybody knows it. But again, most people don't do it. I'm talking about every day taking the time to write down what you're grateful for. The gratitude that you have for what you have in your life right now. And what you want. Just thinking about what you're grateful for makes you feel good. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. So you do gratitude. You could do it at nighttime or when you wake up in the morning. You could do it throughout the day just telling yourself, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. You could literally do that to yourself. You could just sit there on your lunch and just 
take yourself somewhere else mentally and start thinking about all the things you're grateful for and visualize them. You could do that. You could be on your lunch or your break or on your own time and you can go into meditation mode. <laughs> the reason why so many people have a problem with this, I should have said this as well, because it's free. The things that were given to us in life that are free, we naturally take it for granted. We don't really take it that serious. But the things we got to take our wallet out for and spend our money on, oh, we take that more serious than doing affirmations. Like you got to call yourself out, right? People are taking their money more serious than actually studying and understanding themselves. Costs no money. But they think the materialistic things are what's going to help them raise their vibration. It won't. That's temporary stuff. Happiness is from within. Fulfillment is from within. Love comes from within. It's not on the outside. So gratitude is everything. Now, number four, and uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not a big dancer. My wife will tell you that. However, I know a lot of people who are. Dancing is a great thing. Now, let's do this. Dancing slash working out, right? Because maybe you feel better when you go on a run or you go hiking, or you hit the gym. It's just, we'll use both of them at the same time, or dancing. That's why music is so powerful. Music literally puts you in a different vibration. It can put you in a low vibration. It can put you in a high vibration. It depends on what you're listening to. See, if you're listening to Korn and Metallica, right? You know, chances are low vibration. Right? If you're listening to some of those depressing country songs, yeah, you're going to be in a low vibration. Because they usually cause you to do what? Think about the past. Not in a happy way, but in a sad way. Puts you in a low vibration. <laughs> and I used to do that all the time. So when you're dancing, obviously, you're dancing into great music. Um, you know, I know there are women out there. So Absolutely, this is a this is a woman topic. Um, if you like dancing, make some time for that. Dance in your room for Christ's sakes. It doesn't matter what you do; just figure it out, fit it in your schedule. Dance in your room, dance in the shower, dance in your garden. Do something. Don't allow the circumstances in your local city, or there's no places to go, or you know the club is really not a great place. That doesn't mean you can't dance, right? And for the men out there, doesn't mean you can't work out. Doesn't mean you can't go on that walk. Doesn't mean you can't go do something physically. Because, listen, men are at their best when they're moving and they're doing something. If you're just sitting on the couch as a man, I don't know what you're doing. It's just part of our DNA. We want to get out there and go build something. Right? We want to go fix something. We want to go work on ourselves, develop our strength. Like, that's just, that's part of the DNA. So if you're not incorporating that in some way, shape, or form, I think you really could. It wouldn't cost you any money. You'd feel better about yourself. And you'd be in a better vibration. Which leads to number five, people. Who you surround yourself with is everything. We've heard this a million, millions of times. So nothing new here. We've heard this. The people you spend your energy with will either raise your vibration or lower it. Right. This is why you guys have, you know, you probably have had that friend that you had to cut off. 
because your friend is just drawing your, your vibration down. They're draining you. And sooner or later, you wake up and you get smart and you say, you know what? I, I just can't hang out with you no more. I just can't do it. I'm out of here. You know, you just stop talking to them. You stop hanging around them because they drag you down. Right? No one wants to, <clears throat> no one wants to hang out with someone like that. And you love them and you wish the best for them, but you've outgrown them. You're not responsible for them. They're responsible for themselves. We have to understand that. Uh, it's not our job <clears throat> to try to control somebody's vibration. That's up, that's up to them. So we, we hang around the right people. Okay. Now let's take this to the modern day thinking. When I say hang around people, I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about on social media as well. You get to choose the accounts you engage with. A lot of you guys are out there. You're complaining. I keep seeing this on my feed. I keep seeing that. But you keep interacting with it. Stop interacting with it. Go interact with something more positive. Spend your time going on. Search what you feel will motivate you more. If you like motivational speeches, go to your social media platform right now. Search motivational speeches and then start liking all of them. Comment on them as much as possible today. I guarantee your feed will be 80% of that. And you can follow people who are like that. So we, there's always an option here, guys. There's nothing stopping us. It's just the will to do it in the first place. Focusing on finding these right people. Actually, you don't even have to find these people. You'll attract them. The physical people, you will attract them. You will. You will. But you got to make space for them. You can't attract positive people in your life if you only hang around negative people. Because positive people don't hang around negative people. Got to remember that. Okay. Number six, helping other people. This is all about living your purpose, helping other people. One of the greatest ways to get yourself back into the game, to get yourself back feeling good is go help somebody, go solve a problem for somebody. That's one of the best ways to get your vibration up. Someone always needs our help. There's no question about that. Are you helping people? Now, we all have been guilty where we get so caught up in our life, we forget to actually help somebody. That's absolutely what you should be doing every day. Every day you should be able to lay your head on the pillow and know for a fact today I helped somebody get what they want. I helped them get what they wanted. You should be able to say that. If you can say that, you're going to feel great. There's nothing, nothing feels greater than seeing somebody win that you helped. You helped them win. You helped them get what they wanted. You help them figure it out. You solve the problem for them. There's, there's nothing better than seeing that experience, being a part of that. So helping others is number six. And number seven is affirmations. And I would say this, affirmations you repeat in the mirror. Now, you don't have to repeat them in the mirror, but I'm just going to say if you repeat them in the mirror, I strongly believe, because I do it myself and I've done it for years, uh, your vibration is going to go up. I don't know what it is. Something psych psychological about looking at yourself in the mirror, at your eyes, and repeating affirmations to yourself. You eventually just can't help but laugh, can't help but smile. You can't help but feel it. So that's a way to do it. It's absolutely a way to do it. Affirmations. 
And I went over Affirmations yesterday's podcast. So if you haven't seen episode 117, I would go and watch that on the YouTube channel. It's from yesterday. But I digress here. Affirmations can be so powerful. See, the thing is, you're affirming every day already. You're already repeating affirmations to yourself. You just are not consciously taking control of what you're repeating. And you want to practice that. What should you repeating? Well, let's go back to number three. Gratitude. Gratitude is an affirmation. I'm grateful that my life is getting better and better in every way. I'm grateful that things are working out for me all the time. I'm grateful that things just seem to unfold in a better way for me. I'm grateful that my health is improving. I'm grateful that the relationship with my wife is fun. It's 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 successful. I'm grateful my business is thriving. I'm grateful that my clients are successful. I'm grateful that it's easy for me to raise my vibration. I'm grateful that I always have everything I need. I'm grateful for always having more money than I need. I'm grateful for the opportunity to help somebody every day. I'm grateful that I'm loving myself more and more every day. Yeah. Feels good, doesn't it? Well, that's an af those are affirmations. I'm just using gratitude. Right? Right? I, affirmation could be, you know, um, my life's getting better. You could say that. I think you guys are getting the point. So let's go and recap these. Seven ways to raise your vibration. Number one, studying, not reading. Picking one book and study it like you're a scientist. Number two, meditation. Number three, gratitude. Number four, dancing or working out. Number five, positive people. Number six, helping others. And number seven, affirmations. Those are the seven ways to raise your vibration. All right. Which takes us to now it's time to answer your questions if you're on tiktok facebook or youtube we're going to be answering your questions right now all right let's check out your guys's questions wilma on youtube says hey How's it going, Wilma? Thanks for joining us live. All right, let's check people out on uh, TikTok. No one talks about money. People make it a taboo. I know, right? Any tips on how to stay happy and love myself? Well, I answered that question because I gave you seven ways to raise your vibration. So that would definitely help you. I would go back and I would listen to episode number... Episode number 115, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful and Happy People. I would go listen to that. Episode number 115, it's on the YouTube channel, January 30th. So go to my YouTube channel. Your homework is to watch episode number 115. If you want to be happier in your life, you want to start loving yourself, 
start developing these seven habits. Now, hold on. Let me leave you with this at least, right? Um, you got to start. I would choose the last thing I said today is affirmations. Uh, if I were you, I'd be in the mirror telling yourself that you love you. That's what I would do. It's amazing how far you've come. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I was just telling my me and my wife, we were just talking about that last night. Um, yeah, we were talking about that last night. Uh, same here, but now I am the happiest lady in the world. Love it. I had depression and anxiety for years until I watched The Secret. I, my mind was blown. Exactly. The emotion wants to control the body. Yep, it controls it. Which books would you recommend? I recommend the books you already have. Most people already have. Everybody already has the books. They just don't study them. Um, Think and Grow Rich. Amazing book. That's where I'd start. Nicole says, I really needed to hear this today. Good for you, Nicole. How do you stop letting people's actions towards you cause a reaction? How do you prevent people from getting a rise out of you, especially when you care? Stop caring. <laughs> the answer is in the question. Just stop reacting to them. See, that's why I said mental muscles. These are muscles. Your ability to react and respond is a muscle. When you are in all when you're always reacting, that means you're responding, your response muscle is weak. You need to practice responding. And one of the ways to help you do that is you got to start studying. You got to start studying, thinking for yourself. So I'll give you a paragraph. I'll give you a paragraph. You get the book called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And you will go over to page 25, which it may not be that page, uh, but it's in the chapter called The First Principle in the Science of Getting Rich. And you're saying, well, what, is, what does the science of getting rich have to do with the way that I react? Well, you're, you're expressing a problem with your thinking, which means you need to understand thinking in the first place. And I would read, um, I would read this. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. To do things in a way you want to do them. To not get emotion involved in them. To not have somebody control you. You will have to acquire the ability to think for yourself. To think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. I would reread that paragraph until it starts clicking for you. If you are still allowing someone else to get you upset, that means you have no self-control. 
your reasoning muscles are weak. You've got to reject that stuff. You can't get involved. One of my hardest battles is procrastination, not feeling like doing things. Yeah, see, number one, make a commitment that you're never going to write that again. Number two, make the next commitment to repeat to yourself the polar opposite in the mirror. It's very easy for me to do the things I truly want to do. Boom. It's very easy for me to do the things I really love to do. Boom. It's very easy for me to do the things I really want to do. Boom. Like that's just keep repeating that to yourself. Right now, what you've been repeating is very hard. I keep procrastinating. I just don't feel like doing nothing. I just don't feel like doing nothing. I just don't feel like doing nothing. I just don't. And you keep saying it, and then ultimately it becomes a dominating thought. And you're thinking it's the feeling that's the problem. No, it's that it's a dominating thought in your conscious mind. That's the problem. So if you were to start saying the polar opposite, eventually you'll start feeling that way. So... Number one, make a commitment to never uh, say that out loud again. And number two, start saying the polar opposite to yourself. And number three, because of what you described, go download the free one-page Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. The Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. This is a cheat sheet that will help you discover your life purpose. If you don't feel like doing the things that you should be doing, you're not on purpose. You're not in the right vibration. You're not dedicating yourself to something. There's no reason for you to do the things you need to do because you have zero purpose. Remember, it's like a ship without a captain. The ship doesn't know to turn left, to turn right, to turn around, to go forward. It doesn't know what to do. It has no purpose. It has no goal. It has no destination. If you don't feel like doing anything in your life, it's because you have no goal. You have no purpose. You have no vision. First step to solving that problem is go download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. The link is in my bio. This is really helping me today a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. Take a dance class. Yeah, to limit my time with certain friends and family, all talk was doom and gloom. Exactly. And take control of what you're listening to. People around complaining, no thank you. Exactly. Exactly. It just gets to a point where complaining isn't going to help us do anything. It just isn't. Is it okay to hang out with a negative person to help them change to be positive? Well, that's a, that's a, a call based, uh, uh, the answer to that question should come from your intuition. What does your intuition tell you about them? Meaning, is your intuition saying, hey, you, you should be helping this person? Or is your intuition saying you should move on? It's Listen, you have the ability to, have to, to see this answer for yourself. You have something called intuition. This is also a mental muscle. This is the muscle that, in some respects, God will speak to us. He will use our intuition. He will tell us, hey, do this. It'll be quiet. It'll be a feeling and when you come into contact with somebody, you already know the vibration they're in. You can pick up their feeling. You can pick up their energy. And so this person 
What does your feelings tell you? What is your intuitions telling you? Not logically. Don't use logic. Use your intuition. Logic is like, well, yeah, well, if I keep helping them, they'll change. That's what logic will try to get you to say. Intuition will, will tell you whether you should be spending time with them or not. What if you're, <clears throat> what if you're married to someone who is always in a low vibration? This is one of the best questions today. This is one of the best questions because you know what? This is really where, where it's all, this is what it's all about. This is the this is the level you guys are looking to get to ultimately. You got to get yourself mentally to a point where your vibration is so strong that the other people around you start to change their vibration. So if this person's always in a low vibration, it's got to start with you. You got to be the person who lives the example. Can't tell them. Your job is not to tell them what to do. Your job is to set the example. And you got to set the example and you got to stop looking at that person. Let me say it to you this way. Step number one is you have to be the example. You have to be the example of what you want them to be. Step number two is you need to perceive them as that person already. You got to stop looking at her or him as this negative person. You got to stop doing that. You got to look at them as the person you want them to be. Number three, you've got to be in charge of the conversations. You can't allow them to dominate the conversations anymore. If you know they're in a negative vibration, don't allow them to dominate the conversation. Change the subject. Ask questions. Guide the conversation to something positive. Now, this is going to take some discipline on your behalf. This is why I say you're not going to be able to have conversations like that until you become the example. You got to become the example. Then you got to change the perception you have of them. Why is that? Because your perception controls the vibration you're in. If your perception of them is negative, you're going to have a negative vibration towards them. They'll pick up that energy. So you got to change the way you see them. And then three, you got to guide these conversations properly. And if you can do that, one or two things will happen. Number one, they will change. Or number two, you guys will go your separate ways because you can't live like this forever. So one of those two things are going to happen, which is encouraging because you know that means something will change. Something will change that will work in your favor. Again, either that person will change because you've been the example or two, you guys will separate. Either way you win. So that, that's what, that's the answer, the way that I would handle it. The first two, the first three, all three steps, it's on you. See, the problem in relationships is we try to put everything on them. No, you got to come to the table with clean hands, right? You got to come to the table with your stuff, your, your, your ducks in a row, right? And, and that starts by not trying to point fingers and tell people what to do. It starts by us being the person that we would want them to be. That's where it starts. And if that's the vibration we're sending out, if that's the energy that we're bringing to the relationship, well, sooner or later, the positivity overrides the negativity. That's what I say. More than likely, that person will just change. If they truly love you, they will change. 
I mean, that's just the reality. All right. Great question. Uh, signed to getting rich. Thank you, girl. You always get so much value, Devore. I'm working towards being coached by you. Awesome. Well, we can't wait to have you. <laughs> I love it. Let's see. Positivity is always the best. I have applied a lot of your mentoring and have been very beneficial to my life. Absolutely. Noel, love to see you on here. I appreciate you watching. Uh, will affirmations, here's an, another question. Will affirmations help release self-doubt? Absolutely. Do you know where the self-doubt is located? The self-doubt is located in your conscious mind. It's what you choose to focus on. It's what you choose to focus on. We have self-doubt because we're focusing on the wrong ideas. We have self-doubt because we're ignorant. We don't understand ourselves. If you truly understood the power you possess, if you really understood emotionally that you're a spiritual being, you're made perfect in the image of God himself, why would you ever doubt yourself? You wouldn't put up with thoughts like that. I don't put up with thoughts like that anymore. I used to. But I understand myself more. And every day I'm understanding myself more and more. There's no limit. Every time you think you understand yourself, you realize, man, I barely understand anything. <laughs> That's the way that it works. But the more you do understand yourself, you can guarantee one thing. The self-doubt is not going to be something that controls you. So it always goes back to what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on why you can make this happen? Are you focusing on seeing yourself doing it? Or you focus on seeing yourself not doing it, failing, it not working out, right? That's what it goes back to. Great question. Um, affirmations, well, absolutely. Because you could start telling yourself, oh, I'm a very confident person and it's easy to express my confidence in everything that I do. It is easy to express my confidence in everything that I do. Let me say that again for people who may want to write it down. It is easy for me to express my confidence in everything that I do. If you were to just start repeating that, self, that, that to yourself in the mirror every single day, you will start to feel that way, which means you will start to do it. It is easy for me to express my confidence in everything that I do. Or it's easy for me to be confident in everything that I do. You find the words that fits for your situation. I wouldn't mention self-doubt in an affirmation. I wouldn't, don't use any negative words. Just what's the polar opposite of self-doubt, right? What's the polar opposite of that? Actually, let's look it up. What is the polar opposite? Opposite of self-doubt is self-confidence. Okay, I was right, confidence. All right, you believe in yourself and your abilities. I know I accept and I express the belief that I have in myself and my abilities. Right now, guys, I'm working on, um, and you guys let me know in the comment section what you feel about this or think about this. Um, not that I need your guys' validation, but I'd like to know your thoughts on this. I've been working on uh, recording affirmations, and I'm going to be uploading them to YouTube. Um, for you guys to listen to. Because it really comes down to what we affirm to ourselves. And, um, you know, 
it's one of the areas in my uh, passion for mindset that uh, I want to start working on and developing and really helping people in that way as well. But to go back to your uh, question here, yes, affirmations, affirming that you are confident. It's easy for you to express this confidence in everything that you do. You know, you accept, you express this belief that you have in yourself and your abilities. You feel like there's nothing you can't do. Everything comes easy for you. You absolutely believe in yourself. You are a spiritual being and you know this. It's just affirmations at the end of the day. That's all it is. And I said, I think one of the most powerful ways is to look yourself in the mirror and repeat that. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that would be great. You're very welcome. All right, cool. Let's see here. She's on the right path, seeing a therapist and trying to see the light. That's great. I don't know who you're talking about, but that's great. Some negative people hang around to drain you for your positive light. Yeah. You know what's interesting, guys? A lot of people, um, and, and there's no wrong or right. I'm, I just, the way my perception is of people who are negative, if they're around me, it's not a them problem. It's a me problem. Why would I be in that position in the first place? Like negative people don't come around to drain me of my energy. I allow them to come around and drain my energy. It's not them. It's me. Right? It's like, oh, man, you know, the haters are always trying to tear me down. No, you allow them to tear you down. Oh, my uncle, you know, he's always getting me upset. No, you allow him to get you upset. It's a you thing. When we truly start to understand that, we'll stop putting up with that stuff. When you say, I take responsibility for the people I allow to be in my life, for the people I engage with in a conversation, if I take 100% responsibility, it's never nobody's fault. It will always be my fault, which means I can change it. But if you keep saying it's other people's fault, you'll never change it. That, that's, that's the perception that allows me to never be in a position where I'm hanging around negative people. It, it just is a waste of energy. You won't attract people when you start thinking like that. You won't attract negative people. You just won't. Negative people will stop hanging around you. They don't even want to come around you because they know you're not going to put up with their negativity. You won't allow it. From my own experience, a lot of those relationships don't reciprocate. With friendships, I become the person I want them to be. So I've been told that I recycle friendships and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um... Um, what you mean by relationships don't re reciprocate. I could just tell you that the relationships that we find ourselves in is just, it's just a direct reflection of what's happening inside of us. So if we change what's happening on inside of us, we're going to change what happens on the outside. And that includes our relationships. Why do one, why do one find it difficult? Why do people find it difficult to look in the mirror and repeat positive things about themselves? Because it's illogical. It doesn't make any sense. It's not a habit. It's uncomfortable. That's why people don't do it. People don't do uncomfortable things. That's the bottom line. The, you, now, there are people who get paid money to do this. There are people who are not getting paid, but eventually will get paid for doing this. 
And you know who those individuals are? Guess who guess who does this on a on a consistent basis? Guess the profession that has to look in the mirror and repeat things to themselves. Guess who that is? We're talking about actors. That's exactly what they have to do. You have to do that. See, people who are great at acting, let's go back to it. They have well-developed mental faculties. They don't have a problem visualizing and using their imagination. They don't have a problem focusing. They can truly get into the spirit of the character. It starts by looking in the mirror. Mirror affirmations is an acting technique. It comes from acting. <laughs> that's, that's one of the techniques that they use. So we find it difficult because one, it's not part of the profession we're engaged in. And number two, we didn't do this when we were children. So it's not normal. Now, if, listen, I know me and my wife, we're going to be amazing parents. Because you don't think I'm not going to have my child do this? No, I'm going to have my child look in the mirror and repeat to themselves who they really are. Because if, if, if I could get them to plant that idea in their subconscious mind, that's who they become. So, uh, yeah. Mirror affirmations, I think those are one of the most powerful ways to do it. Not the only way, by the way. It's one of the ways. I think that that's a wonderful idea only because affirmation outside the comfort zone. Yes, I know I accept and express my confidence in all of my abilities. Got to take responsibility for where you are focusing or what you're focusing on. Is there anything else to do along affirmations? If self-doubt was embedded since childhood. Yeah, I. it goes back to the same principles. So what's the polar opposite of self-doubt? And then start repeating it to yourself in the mirror. Just start repeating it to yourself. And sooner or later, you will start to feel that way. There's not much else to it. There's It's nothing. So success is not complicated. Success is very simple. Change is simple. We just happen to complicate it because of our logic. We think there's more to it. There's not. It's really simple. Number one. You need to be very clear on what you want. Number two, you need to practice the emotion of it. And number three, you need to step out and take action on it. That's really what we're doing. So when you look in the mirror, you've already become clear on what you want. You want to be more confident. Well, you need to practice that feeling. You do that by repeating the affirmation to yourself in the mirror every single day, no matter what. Every time you go to the restroom, you do it for a few minutes. And then you leave the restroom and you walk with confidence. You dress with confidence. You make decisions. You got to practice it. So you think, you feel, and you act all in alignment with confidence. With repetition, it becomes natural. It becomes a habit. That's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. All right. Uh, let's see here. Yes, I've been doing a whole lot of pruning. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Analyze the energy and operate accordingly, regardless of what it may look like to others. Exactly. I was talking about friendships. I end up giving more than what I receive. That's not true. You're not giving more than you receive. Um, and being used, then becoming resentful. I say I'm giving 
filet mignon and getting back weenies. So I end up in those type of friendships. No, no, no. What's happening is you're tr you treat yourself that way. So you're giving yourself weenies. You're not giving yourself filet mignon. You have resentment towards yourself. The only reason why you're in those friendships to begin with is because you have that inside of you. If you didn't have that inside of you, you'd never be in those type of relationships. It's just the bottom line. That's why I said we attract who we are. We don't attract what we want. We attract who we are. If you find yourself in relationships that are toxic, people are taking advantage of you. People don't respect you. They don't respect your time. They, they, they disrespect your boundaries. That's a you problem. You allow that to happen. You're not very clear with your communication and you're not that person. You need to change that. It always starts with how are you treating yourself? Wow, Devore, you hit the nail right there. Actors use the mirror technique. This is powerful. Exactly. Yeah. What are you going to do moving forward? Very good question. I was meant to be here with you today. Yep. Think, feel, and act with equals confidence. You could be the most honest person in your friend group and someone else may be weak-minded uh, like a narcissist. So do you, so you decide what energy you want to be around, even if it means leaving said friend group. Exactly. And the, and the great part about it is this. The great part about it is if you truly become this person you want to be, if you truly practice this vibration, you won't be around those people. I'm not around narcissists. I'm not around weak-minded people. I'm not around negative people. I don't attract those people into my life. I only conversate with people who are genuinely positive and going and they're going somewhere. I don't I don't attract those type of people because that's not that's not me. Now, when I was that way, oh, I had always and it was never really obvious, you know, you think these people are nice, you think they're cool and then over time, you start to realize, no, 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 this is not a person to be around. Well, I attracted that person to my life. Uh, let's see here. Um, sometimes you can't get out of certain relationships, spouses, children, etc. No one's saying to get out of the relationship. Let me say this again. If you change your vibration, they will remove themselves from the relationship or they will change. Children, you don't have a problem with because children, they don't have a conscious mind. So the only reason why they're misbehaving is because they've got negative ideas that you planted there. So again, it always comes back to the only problem and solution you'll ever have is yourself. That's the only problem. And that's the only solution. Your spouse is not the problem. Your children is not the problem. Your environment is not the problem. The government is not the problem. The economy is not the problem. Your bank account is not the problem. Your job is not the problem. Your business is not the problem. You are the problem. And once you can have enough humility to just accept that, then you'll see how that impacts what's going on around you. It's an inside out job, not an outside in. You don't change the circumstances on the outside first. You change what's happening on the inside. Once you do that, the outside will change. You're not looking to get out of relationships. What you're looking to do is create new relationships. Grow the relationship. Strengthen the relationship. Well, that starts with you.
And I'm telling you, most people, they're not prepared to be in relationships to begin with because they don't even have a great relationship with themselves. And now they wonder why they have all these issues. You have the issue with yourself. You don't love yourself. You don't respect yourself. You don't understand yourself. You have no self-control. And then you wonder why your kid acts the same way. They're getting it from you. And it's a tough pill. Very blunt. But listen, that's an amazing thing to know because that means you can change it. That means you can change it. And when you change, things around you will change. People will change. I remember I had a client. She had a son who was a meth addict. She's had physical altercations with this guy. He stole from her. He's damaged her, her home and her property you know, domestic abuse, all these things, any, everything that can go wrong besides him killing himself went wrong in their relationship. And she was at a point where she was just trying to control this guy. She kept saying he was the problem. He won't change. He won't do this. He won't do that. She wanted so badly to control the situation instead of controlling herself. So I told her, I said, listen, why don't you just do this? Since you've tried everything and it doesn't work, just do this. I want you to just let it go. I want you to stop trying to control him. Stop trying to be his mom. Stop. Just, just stop. Just leave it alone. And focus on your vibration. Focus on seeing yourself the way you want him to be. Visualize you and him having a positive relationship. Practice the feeling like that. And then you need to back it up with action by stop blowing up his phone and just leave him alone. Live your life knowing with faith that things will change. And you know what happened in a matter of eight months? This guy shows up out of nowhere, clean, sober for a few months prior to that, I guess. Different guy, laughing, having fun with her. Told her, hey, I, I forgive you. You know, I'm sorry, all this other stuff. They have an amazing Thanksgiving. They have an amazing Christmas. And still today, they're living an amazing life. He's not the same guy he was. See, we have to understand who we are. We have to understand our position in the universe. Natural laws here, guys. If you put out this vibration, this energy that you assume that this person is who you want them to be and you treat them that way and you let it go, it must happen. We sometimes walk around like we're the ones that have to move the mountains. That's God's job. God will go into that person's life and alter them. That's not your job. God will make it where they get the idea. They have a situation. They have, they have a situation or an opportunity that causes them to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to change my life around. I got to change my attitude. That's not your job. You don't need to do that. You need to be the example. You need to live as if that's already happening. And when you do that, it must happen. That's what we're talking about today. That's what the law of vibration is all about. If you start naturally feeling like the people around you are positive and they're going somewhere and that's what you see out of them, you can only attract people like that into your life. You can't attract narcissists. You're not going to attract people who are lazy. You're not going to attract people who are depressed. You can't because they're not in the same vibration as you. Like attracts like. The crazy part about this, guys, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. It's like going to college or going to school. Sooner or later, you start seeing pockets of people hanging out with each other. You know why? 
because they're in harmony with each other. Even though they don't know each other, they were attracted to each other because they're on the same frequency. So you got this group of people over here. They're on that frequency. You got these people over here. They're on that frequency. That's why you see the gangbangers hanging out with the gangbangers. You don't see gangbangers hanging out with missionaries or nuns or priests or pastors. They're not on the same vibration. You don't see people who like to skip school, don't do the homework, slack off and do drugs with people who are getting straight A's. It doesn't happen. They're in different vibrations. They feel differently. They focus on the different things. So it always starts with what's going on inside of us. That's where it starts. If we can accept that, the world is yours. Let's see here. If you identify the fact that you've been around a narc, you have to accept that you attract them. Exactly. They drag your energy. You allow them to drag your energy. We got to rephrase that. You allow. Exactly. Change the way you see things and the things you will see you see will change. Wayne Dyer. Again, got to take responsibility to move forward. Exactly. Moving forward means the narc and the friend group will have no choice but to leave you alone. Exactly. You're blunt, but still respectable. Thank you. <laughs> uh, shared this live. More people need to hear this. I agree. Uh, but it's not always that easy for them to do so because they still try other ways to grab energy. Yeah. So this is an example of the story. All right. Let's read it to you guys. Let's read it. Let me give it to you guys. You guys ready? Now, the creator of this is called, uh, well, I guess it depends on your culture. I might say Portia Nelson or Pertia Nelson. <laughs> I, I maybe have butchered it, but it's fine. You know, people butcher my name every day. Anyways, I digress. She created an amazing poem. The poem is called Your Autobiography in Five Chapters. In five chapters. Chapter number one. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk, and then I fall in. I'm lost, and I'm hopeless. It isn't my fault, by the way, and it takes forever for me to find a way out. Chapter number two. I walk down this same street again. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it, but I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place. But it isn't my fault, by the way. It still takes a long time for me to get out. Chapter number three. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it's there. I still fall in. You know what? At this point, it's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. I finally realize it's my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter number four, I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. And chapter number five, I walk down another street. I walk down another street. I don't even walk down the same street anymore. Listen, a lot of this conversation around friendships and relationships is because you keep walking down the same street. If you just walk down a different street, you'll never have to talk about this again. 
That's what I had to do. And you can do it too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in literally six months. Yeah. Now they're best friends again. She calls the board to say thank you. Yeah. She never stops to remind me. She always reminds me of how great this was. Um, powerful information getting cut from the team. Yep. So I will, will I find this on the YouTube? It's on the YouTube right now. It's on it right now and it's not going anywhere. This story is speaking directly to some people right now. Bless. Exactly. Thanks you. Awesome. Yes. Wayne Dyer would recite this poem all the time. Exactly. Exactly. See, most people are stuck in chapter one. They walk down the same street or the street where they're not getting the results that they want. They fall in the deep hole. They're lost. They're hopeless. They claim that it's not their fault. It's that person's fault. It's the economy. It's my job. It's my family. That's the reason. And that's why it takes them forever to get out of it. <laughs> the author of this poem is uh, Portia Nelson. Portia Nelson. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. So, But all you have to do is search autobiography in five chapters. If you search autobiography in five chapters, you'll come up. And this goes back to what I was saying yesterday. There's four levels to learning something. Number one, you're an unconscious incompetent. You don't know what you don't know, which would be chapter one. This person doesn't know it's their fault. They don't even know what's going on. They just know they keep finding themselves in this deep hole. That's what they know. Well, level number two is a conscious incompetent. You know, but you don't do. Well, this is chapter three. They walk down the same street. They know the hole is there. They still fall in. They know they shouldn't do it, but they do it anyway. It's a habit. Then level three is a conscious competent. You know, and you start doing it, but it takes some effort. It takes discipline. You got to make the decision every day to do the right thing. Well, that's what chapter four is about. All about. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it, but you got to walk around it. You got to make a decision to do that. And then you get to level number four, an unconscious competent. It's a habit for you at this point. You walk down another street. So it's this is beautiful information because it tells us that we can change in our lives. This is not information to discourage you. In fact, it should be empowering to you because you know the fact that this information exists tells you what's possible. Tells you that you can change. All right. Let's see here. The sad part is knowing some people who you'd probably respect in one part of your life are too low vibrational to get to this level of consciousness. What book is that again? The Conscious Competent? It's not a book. It's just uh, a concept, uh, which is called, and it depends on what area that you're studying this on. You're studying this. Um, let's see here. I'll tell you right now. It's called The Four Levels of Competency. Four Stages of Competence. In psychology, the four stages of competence or the conscious 
competence learning model relates to the psychological states involved in the process of progressing from being incompetent to being competent in something. So level number one is ignorance. Level number two is awareness. Level number three is learning. And level number four is mastery. That's why most people are level two uh, with personal development, mindset, manifestation. They're level two. They're conscious and competent. They are aware, but they're not doing it with any consistency. They're not actually learning. Did you know that you can read a book and not learn anything? You can literally read a book and never learn anything. You can read the entire book and still never learn anything. Because learning only comes from doing. You have to do in order to learn. It's the feedback from your actions that gets you to understand what to do and what not to do. That's learning. Learning is not gathering more information. And again, why they don't teach kids this in school, I have no idea. It's, it's baffling. It's it's quite fascinating, really. It's interesting. Yeah, so the four levels of competency or competence, uh, you'll find your answers there. All right, I think we're coming down to the end. An amazing show today, guys, by the way. I appreciate everybody that participated. And where do we end this off? Well, we go back to what we started with. If you're having a motivational problem, if you feel like you lack discipline, you're not waking up in the morning inspired, you don't know what's going on, you need to discover your purpose in life. You could do that by going to the link in my bio and downloading the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's absolutely for free. It's just one page. And it comes with a free video training, by the way, that will show you how to fill it out. Because that's where it all starts. Purpose is the foundation of your life. Purpose is the compass for your life. No purpose, you don't know where you're going. No purpose, you're not motivated. No purpose, no goals. Now, number two, for the people who have goals, you've tried to do everything yourself. You've got all the books, right? But you're still confused. You need a simple process to follow, a simple step-by-step -step process. Get the Blueprint course. Get the Blueprint Method course. You can go to the link in my bio and get that. It breaks down exactly how to discover your purpose, exactly how to set the right goals, exactly to do what we talked about today, raise your vibration. Because see, when you set the goal, the next step is you have to start becoming that person. You got to be that person before you can have it. So how do you do that? You got to change the way your mindset. So that's part of it as well. And then you back it up with action. That's what's in the Blueprint Method course. And lastly, for the person out here or out there who's listened today and you feel accountability and mentorship is your next step, go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Okay? Last thing, by the way, is there's a copy of my blueprint journal in my bio as well. So this amazing journal that I use every day where I write down my gratitude list, my goals, what I'm doing the following day. It's a journal and a planner in one, really. Um, but a lot of my success is based on this tool that I've been using. It keeps me focused and disciplined and on track. You can also get this in the bio as well. All right? 
listen, this podcast is all about helping you get what you want in your life. That starts by teaching you how to change your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. So with that, it takes us to this. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>